<laughs> can we fix it? I just, just trying to remember the song, but I'm hopeless had it. But yeah, Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Yes, he can. I that construction industry is, I reckon, generally that's the backbone of our economy. When that's doing well, it just has this flow-on reaction just through everything. Because just like the property market, when a what's that uh, saying, Mark? When not well, saying, but the number. When every dollar in property is like four dollars in the economy, well, I think construction's just as big, um, if not more. I'd love to know that stat. I reckon it's more than property. It could be eight dollars. Just that chain reaction. And why we're talking about it this morning is due to COVID, the government wants to fast track approvals to get projects up and running so people can start building. If anyone's ever had experience with governments getting approvals, if there's a special tree shit never happens it doesn't get approved um but the government wants to basically reduce the environmental uh, approval stage which is generally 90 days air quotes because it's probably 300 days if um in some areas down to 30 days which is which would save the construction industry about 300 million dollars in a year and create 66,000 new jobs which is what we need. They had, what was it, Mark? Job seeker, job maker. And now you want, now Prime Minister Scott Morrison is doing job maker, job creator. Yeah, job creator. Job Look, it's creator. big, isn't it? Like, I think when you saw through COVID, um, the way they treated the um, the building industry, they sort of left it alone. Um, it's funny through COVID, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't realise how important it was to our economy and, and what we do. And building is definitely um creating homes creating uh jobs uh massive massive for our industry so bringing this through cutting through that red tape is going to be an absolute monster for um for the industry and, and it, the amount of basically you you can look you can drive through our city potentially over the next three to six months and see a bucket load of cranes and building happening off the back of this decision um it's exciting it's really exciting and it, I, 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 you're going to have the people sceptical out there, but you've got to keep in mind the last two to three years, there's been a reduction of like 30, 40%. So we need a hundred percent increase to sort of cover what we've missed the last two years because the government, yeah. Yeah, the government really pulled back on everything um, the last couple of years. Well, it was just a combination of everything where funding, funding oh, super hard approval. Uh, g'day Ray, g'day Michael, g'day David. Um, it was just so you're going to have those skeptics out there going oversupply, but we are so undersupplied at the moment. When you have a two year lag of 40%, if you're worried about affordability, it's going to be really bad in the next year, unless there's building. But the, the, with the attitude from the prime minister, he's almost saying their future problem, let's get jobs because that's what's going to hurt people more now than a potential oversupply in a one or two years let's get jobs let's get things happening um and that's exciting so that will mean people will purchase land they'll buy they'll settle it just funds a lot and you know what i think people we don't we sort of take it for granted a little bit that it's uh if you're calling it a pipeline of business that pipeline of business we don't really understand as real estate agents as a community um but when you start moving to tier one, tier two builders, the big, big end of town, they're pretty concerned because they're not seeing the big pipeline of jobs coming in two, three, four years away, which they're used to. They're sort of, and, and you know, we wouldn't feel it as a community and as people, but 
I think the government's very, very conscious that if that pipeline doesn't get filled real fast, there could be a serious starvation, lack of jobs and lack of accommodation provided for over the next period. So I think from them coming in and looking at these, the government and what the initiative that's happened is the government's come in and said, guys, we're going to start approving stuff real quick that normally takes a long time. That's going to throw stuff into that pipe real quick, which is going to supply jobs real quick, which is going to make sure we're not going to fall into a hole a year or two down the track. I think at the moment that that's what government's trying to do. They're just trying to make sure that there's not a hole post September in or, or, or in 2020, uh, 2021. So it's interesting times. So yeah, I think if you're a builder, great. If you're looking to buy a property, great. It's good. I think good builder. If you're a T1, T2 builder, I think that's the ranking, especially with like the banks. There's, they've got a different level. I think you're going to have access to a lot of funds and uh, quick approvals. I, I think more than ever, your name and your ranking as a builder, if you're an established builder doing yeah. well, that's going to that's Opal Towers and all that stuff. I think that's put a lot of good, good pressure on bad builders yes and it's, put, and it's made life easier for good builders because of stuff like opal towers so i think the guys that are left standing at the moment uh if they're going to be given the job there's probably a really good thing what people don't realize is if we don't have a constant supply of stock coming onto the market with a growing population that we have it can you you can create a massive bubble in the property market with pricing yep. and you don't want that bubble to burst. So potentially if we don't get a, a, a have a steady supply of properties coming onto the um, property market, prices could go out of control high. Uh, affordability could be really hard. And then you're, you're really getting into some, an area that you don't want to be. So I think government's conscious of that making kit, affordability better as well yeah david hit the nail on the head and we've said it we've said it uh, um on a couple of shows previously um agree mining education farming tourism affected so construction industry is probably the only hope for jobs and that's i 100 agree with that i made the statement probably three weeks ago even those those uh what do you call them uh the experts who get everything wrong with everything medical and economy but let's call them the experts government's called government yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want just guesses um yeah. regard even if our economy because i'm on the grounds with retail it's not strong but as david has pointed out construction and properties really one of our only industries at the moment we can generate revenue and can generate jobs when you think how quick uh, a construction site has jobs started like it can be from approval to within 30 days, you've got from 10 people to 1,000 people on site, that's jobs. Um, so it's going to it even artificially inflated, whatever it is, bump up, bump it up. Um, that's going to stimulate the growth. People worried about the debt level um, with GDP. Well, the best way is to grow the GDP and then the debt doesn't look so bad rather than some people will say higher taxes and all that crap. So. I think we really need to all get behind the construction industry. Even if you're an anti-builder, it's the only thing we've got. If we don't have construction and property, education's out the window, like education. Well, a lot of it's from China. Um, I think like Sydney Uni, I think it was like 30 or 40% is Chinese. And if they're not gonna come, that's not gonna be there. We've all heard about the, the farming. It's, it just may not be there. So like it or not, 
I think building's the only thing we got. What about the 25 grand? Ah, 25 grand. If you know the beaches, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but yeah. if, you're not, <laughs> if you're not, then it may apply. So bullet points are you have to be a person, can't be a company, can't be a trust, can't be any of that stuff. Got to be a person on your name. The 25 grand, yep. Yep, got to be a citizen. If you if you are, but your wife isn't, or vice versa, wife isn't, you are, uh, you got to be a citizen. No, what's the other one? Permanent resident? No, permanent uh, tourist. You've, you've got to be full blown, <laughs> whatever yep. that is, to a qualifier. They're quite, it's got a lot of, um, Anne Mal covered it really well in a podcast she did with an accountant. So I'm just going to bullet point it. Um, for a house and land, it's the value under seven, 750,000 total. So yep. Northern beaches won't really apply. Uh, your income individual has to be under 125,000. You and your partner under 200,000. Um, yep. This one may help Northern beaches renovation. So if your property is valued today, less than 1.5 million, they didn't stipulate if it's an agent opinion or a bank vow, as far as I'm aware, yeah, it just said, yeah. cause they're still coming out. They haven't even set up the, the website and the hotline. So it's all very fresh. Yep. But basically if you're, let's say if your house is worth less than 1.5, you can qualify if you're doing $150,000 worth of renovation, which is quite extensive. Um, yep. when you think yep. about it, it's a big rent. You know, that's, a big rent it, that's putting another, that's putting another room is, or two on. It has to be an bathroom. So if you're thinking I'll go build a, if I, yes, but so you can't build a granny flat with it unless you just attach your granny flat to the existing house, then that will yeah. qualify. So granny, keep in mind guys, granny flats do not have to be at the rear of the property. They can be at the front. They can be at the top. They can be under, they can be anywhere. So you may have to get a little bit creative to qualify because I think that would be the best thing to do with this grant. If you can make it work, what else was there? Um, the work, it has to be done now. It, you've got to have your DA approved and then do the work within three to six months. They're pretty, they want the money in, and you get reimbursed at the very end. So you can't use it for your deposit. You can't use it for any, any of that stuff. Um, yep. Any more info, jump on and Mal, we've had them on before very long. They've got an accountant on there, but they're your 30 second bullet points. That's 30 minutes to 30 seconds. Uh, what's Matt's, uh, Mick said here, we have a 78 block subdivision starting soon. Warrable Vic, we need more builders to help with demand. So yeah, there you go. If anyone's watching this, there you go. That's that's the perfect thing. And those are it's always been so hard to find a builder. So it's um, you know, I think now it's loosening up a little bit, but I, we've got to be really careful. We don't want it too loose because then there's there's a massive shortage of jobs, and that's what we're talking about today. How that relates back to our back to uh, back to to property and to our business of, of property. I think it's important that people have got to, uh, the community's got to understand. Um, sorry. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's fine. Sorry, I think, I think it's important that the community's got to understand um, that these potential buildings that are coming through, there's a real necessity to keep our economy going. So I think as Aussies, we just got to make sure that we don't nip it in the bud too early and, it's just not the time. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a time just to let, let it go by. And I know obviously if building a big unit block next door or, you know, there's, there's merits like that, but uh, like to give you an idea, we had Meriton in DY that was built, which was 369 units that were built there. 
And those 369 units, the amount of opposition that was on that was just unbelievable. It yep. was like a good 10 or 20 years to, to get through. Yeah. Um, you know, it shouldn't have been necessary to, to that much compliance and that much hurt and that much bother and that much cost was just just totally. Now, when you see the final development, it's like, what was all that crap about? Oh, really? Anything, really? Do you? If, if people, people love it. People, people love, love it. it. Change the face of DY. I've said it before. When I grew up on Northern Beaches, DY was, you didn't drive through it. You drove around it. It just... It just wasn't the place. And you can tell that with property prices. I've been, someone had a dig at me once for saying that, but face reality, back, it was half the price of Queenscliff and now yeah. DY is surpassed Queenscliff. There's merits for that. DY, they've redone <laughs> the DY beachfront. Yeah, yeah. They've redone the center. DY is where you want to be. And that needs yeah. to be created all across Sydney, especially, you know what, Mark? There's there was so much that... The point of our conversation was the, the planning to get a lot of these stuff through and whether they got that planning right or whether they got that planning wrong, you know, it, it still would have been much of the same of what it is. So there's yeah. so much time and effort that goes into this, this, this unnecessary planning. And that's what government, I think, saying at the moment, they're saying, let's just cut through the bullshit, cut through yeah. the red tape, cut through the stupid the stupid long processes of planning and let's just look at the important things and deal with them and get it approved. Yeah. Um, it doesn't need to take that long guys. And, and I think that's coming from the government, from the top down, I think from the bottom up, from the community level, we've got to support it. Yeah. And we're not saying supporting you're in an area where you're supposed to do four units and you're trying to do 30. Like it's all reasonable. Reasonable, reasonable. Fine, under the controls because you know what the issue was with everyone with i reckon majority of councils they've got set controls so developers can work out what they can do based on the controls and a lot of them yeah. a lot of them apply with what the controls are sometimes they tweak it a little bit just so they get a bonus but most of them are, are pretty good at if you say i can do 10 i may ask for 11 or i'm doing 10 but then they're caught up with red tape for a year or two. That's what yeah. the government want to get rid of. We're not saying that's a rainforest and let's destroy it, or that's no. a national park and let's do that. That's not their support. The government is saying, let's support the ones that basically comply, and in, 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 which normally they would get approved. But instead of us taking nine months to approve it, when we've got all the information from day one, let's just speed it up, put more people, like, the government will build up their sector who apply, who go through the documents. So it's more jobs in the government. And then yep. the faster approvals, there's more jobs. So we've, as you said, Mike, you nail on the head. Support from the government, support from the community. We've said it many times, tip the local, support your local businesses, support your local tradies. Because you know what, Mark, a lot of the time with these construction sites, they're employing the local contract. 150 trades at le different trades at yeah. least. When there's a unit block being built, there's at least 150 trades. I would have thought being involved. So that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of jobs. Yeah, that's a lot of jobs. A lot of bills being paid. A lot of school fees. A lot of uh, you know everything. Mortgages being paid off the back of that. A lot of traffic. Nah, a lot of traffic. It's fine. Legend, thank you. Thank you, guys. Mick, David, thanks for your comments as usual. Um, planning takes too long. Uh, Mick Stewart, planning takes too long. 12 months is way It's so true, especially when developers put forward what complies. It's Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and again, I'll stress that, guys. It's as, much as, it's as much as a community. 
Yeah, but I'll stress this, it's as much as a community issue as well as a government issue. I think the, us as a community got to realise, look, tree hugging is good. The, uh, the, the tree hugging is good, but the, the extreme tree huggers are just making it, uh, are, are losing jobs for the community. Yep. So there's got to be that moderation. Perfect. Thanks, Michael Edwards, as well. Do provide development to private certifiers. Could, imp could uh, implement further private certifiers. But I think private certifiers have always been quick. It's just the lag with council. But um, I think that's a take this morning. So thank you, everyone, for jumping on. Mick will be on tomorrow as well. Love you, everyone. See ya. Bye-bye-bye.